Hare Krishna. Thank you, Tanya Geki. Well, that's okay. No, you got to do your duty. You got to do your service. Jai. Thanks for being here, though. So nice. The deities are so beautiful. No better place to be during a Kadashi, huh? Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivada Dari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivada Dari Shodanandana Braja Janananjana Yashodanandana Braja Janananjana Jamuna Tira Avanachari Jamuna Tira Avanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivara Dari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivada Dari Yashodanandana Braja Janananjana Yashodanandana Braja Janananjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jayorata Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, chapter, fi- chapter 15, text number 31. 1, 15, 31. Ishoko Brahma Sampatya Sanchina Dveta Samsaya Dina Prakti Nergunyad Alingatvad Asambhave Ishoka Brahma Sampatya Satchina Daivata Satchina Dvaita Samsayaha Dina Prakti Prakti Nergunyad Alinga Tatvad Asambhavaha Ishoka Brahma Sampatya Sanchina Dveta Samsayaha Dina Prakriti Nargunyan Alingatvad Sambhavaha Vishoka Brahma Sampataya Sanchina Daita Samsaya 
Dina prakritir nergunyad. Alingatvad asambhavaha. Vishoka, free from bereavement. Brahma sampatya, by possession of spiritual assets. Possession of spiritual assets. Sanchina, being completely cut off. Daivaita samsaya, from the doubts of relativity. Lina, merged in. Prakriti, material nature. Nar gunyat, due to being in transcendence. Alingatvat, because of being devoid of a material body. Asambhavaha, free from birth and death. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki, Translation. Because of his possessing spiritual assets, the doubts of duality were completely cut off. Thus he was freed from the three modes of material nature and placed in transcendence. There was no longer any chance of his becoming entangled in birth and death, for he was freed from material form. Please repeat because of his possessing spiritual assets, the doubts of duality were completely cut off. Thus he was freed from the three modes of material nature and placed in transcendence. There was no longer any chance of his becoming entangled in birth and death. And he was freed from material form. Translation again. Because of his possessing spiritual assets, the doubts of duality were completely cut off. Thus he was freed from the three modes of material nature and placed in transcendence. There was no longer any chance of his becoming entangled in birth and death, for he was freed from material form. Purport. Doubts of duality begin from the misconception of the material body, which is accepted as the self by less intelligent persons. The most foolish part of our ignorance is our identifying this material body with the self. Everything in relation with the body is ignorantly accepted as our own. Doubts due to misconceptions of myself and mine. In other words, my body, my relatives, my property, my wife, my children, my wealth, my country, my community, and hundreds and thousands of similar illusory contemplations cause bewilderment for the conditioned soul. By assimilating the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita, one is sure to be released from such bewilderment because real knowledge is knowledge that the Supreme Personality of Godhead 
Vasudev, Lord Krishna, is everything, including one's self. Everything is a manifestation of his potency as part and parcel. The potency and the potent are non-different. So the conception of duality is at once mitigated by attainment of perfect knowledge. As soon as Arjuna took up the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita, expert as he was, he could at once eradicate the material conception of Lord Krishna, his eternal friend. He could realize that the Lord was still present before him by his instruction, by his form, by his pastime, by his qualities, and everything else related to him. He could realize that Lord Krishna, his friend, was still present before him by his transcendental presence in different non-dual energies. There was no question of attainment of the association of the Lord by another change of body under the influence of time and space. By attainment of absolute knowledge, one can be in association with the Lord constantly, even in this present life, simply by hearing, chanting, thinking of, and worshiping the Supreme Lord. One can see Him, one can feel His presence, even in this present life, simply by understanding the Advaya Gyan Lord, or the Absolute Lord, through the process of devotional service, which begins with hearing about Him. Lord Chaitanya says that simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one can at once wash off the dust on the mirror of pure consciousness. And as soon as the dust is removed, one is at once freed from all material conditions. To become free from material conditions means to liberate the soul. As soon as one is, therefore, situated in absolute knowledge, his material conception of life is removed, or he emerges from a false conception of life. Thus, the function of the pure soul is revived in spiritual realization. This practical realization of the living being is made possible due to his becoming free from the reaction of the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance. By the grace of the Lord, a pure devotee is at once raised to the place of the absolute, and there is no chance of the devotees becoming material entangled again in conditioned life. One is not able to feel the presence of the Lord in all circumstances until one is endowed with the required transcendental vision made possible by devotional service prescribed in the revealed scriptures. Arjun had attained this stage long before on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, and when he apparently felt the absence of the Lord, he at once took shelter of the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita, and thus again, he was placed in his original position. This is the position of Vishoka, or the stage of being freed from all grief and anxieties. Omagana Tirmandasya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshu Militam Jaina Tasmai Shri Guruvena Maha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Shapitam Jaina Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamayam Dhanantisva Padantikam I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes through the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances under the dust of his lotus feet. 
Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimati Tamal Krishna Goswaminiti Namani Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimati Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namani Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pacharini Nirvishesha Sunyavari Paskazade Shatarini Panchakopatarubhascha Kripasindhuvasevacha Patitanam Pavanebio Vaishnavebio Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Garadha Shivasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 1, Chapter 15, Text 32. The, ch- the chapter is entitled, The Pandavas Retire Timely. We're hearing from Sukadev Goswami. Or is it Sutta Goswami? And Arjuna has just returned from Dwarka. It's Sutta Goswami is speaking right now. Sutta Goswami. And he's explaining a little bit about Arjuna's return to Hastinapur from Dwarka and how, uh, how the Pandavas are reacting to Krishna's disappearance. And this is a, a, a very uh, thorough uh, explanation and so helpful for us because it, it contains everything that we're dealing with ourselves as spirit souls in a material body. So Krishna is giving us this opportunity to learn from the example of the Pandavas. And the overwhelming theme of this verse is to, uh, is that Arjuna was able to take shelter of the instructions of Krishna when Krishna was absent, right? Krishna was with him for his whole life practically. And then on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, he had his moment of illusion. He had his difficulty, right? He didn't want to fight because he loved his, his, the, his opponents. Those on the other side are laid against him. They were, uh, against him and it was very, uh, heartbreaking for Arjuna to see that. His grandfather, his guru in terms of military science, Drona Acharya, and all of these personalities, great personalities of who he revered and loved so much. So it was a very, very difficult time. And so what happens? Krishna was there. Krishna's there for him. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Have a good day. So Krishna speaks Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna on the battlefield, right? Right before the battle. And he dispels Arjuna's illusion. And so Prabhupada makes, points out, from that moment, Arjuna was, was Krishna conscious. He, he understood everything perfectly. And so, in that perf, in that perfection of knowledge, when he lost Krishna's personal association, right? When Krishna left, and Dwarka's destroyed. The Yadus are all dead, except for four, five, six. All of Krishna's families left. Krishna's left. Balaram's gone. 
He goes back to Hastinapur and he's near death, right? He's, he's beside himself with grief. He's remembering the pastimes of Krishna and the, the, the transcendental enjoyment he, he had in being in the company of Krishna. And so he, uh, in that moment of difficulty, again, he's thrust into the difficulty of not, uh, of losing Krishna, of Krishna leaving the planet, and he's there with his brothers. He takes shelter of the instructions that he received. He's not any lesser a devotee because his spiritual master has left the planet, right? And this is true for us. So many of us are fortunate. We still have our spiritual master on the planet, right? Many of us and uh, can have interaction, can listen to his or her classes, can uh, go and take darshan and have association with the spiritual master. My spiritual master has left the planet. His Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami. And so the uh, purport now for me in my life is to take shelter of his instructions and to listen to his words that he's left for us in book form, in lectures. And we should be also be listening to Srila Prabhupada's lectures and reading his books and taking those instructions. Because our spiritual masters are in the Guru Parampara, they're coming in the line with Srila Prabhupada, the teachings are uh, perfect. They are the same. We say, well, I'd rather hear from Srila Prabhupada. But if you hear from Srila Prabhupada's perfected disciple, that's as good as hearing from Srila Prabhupada. Because that person has surrendered to Prabhupada, surrendered their life and soul, and made every effort to follow the instructions of Srila Prabhupada. So you can take, take, uh, uh, you can be assured that such a person, when they're advanced in Christian consciousness, their words are gold. Their words and instructions to you are very beneficial. They can help you. And so, um, if you, if, if you're, if you're at a point where, you, you know, you can't reach out to your spiritual master, to devotee, maybe you, uh, you're having some difficulty in life, you can pick up Bhagavad Gita. In your darkest hour, Krishna will be there for you. He will come through in the Gita. He will come through in the Bhagavatam. He will come through in the association of other devotees. He will come through in the words of the spiritual masters. So, this is a very, very important principle. Because we need guru. We need guru to get out of this horrible material world. And as Prabhupada makes clear, it's a world of duality. And the problem all begins because we think we're our bodies. And this duality is, is that uh, everything in relation with me, myself, mine, my body, mine, my property... These illusory contemplations, Prabhupada calls them, excuse me, illusory contemplations, they cause bewilderment. And uh, it's because we're in the world of duality, right? Happy, sad, darkness, light, cold, hot. And so this world of duality is not the real world. In the material, in the spiritual world, there's no duality. It's just bliss. Transcendental, 
uh, bliss in service of Krishna. And um, Sutta Goswami uh, points out that because Arjuna possesses spiritual assets, the doubts of duality were completely cut off. This dual nature of the material world puts us in ignorance and makes it hard for us to understand the transcendental nature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. There's so many isms. There's so many uh, rabbit trails. There's so many uh, philosophies, things you can get lost in. So that this crazy nature of the material world is designed to keep us in illusion. And breaking free of that illusion requires spiritual assets. How do we get spiritual assets? Well, Arjuna got his from not only being the personal associate of Krishna, but by listening to Krishna speak Bhagavad Gita. And not only did he listen, he followed he accepted the instructions, first of all, and then he followed them. And and this is the example that's there for us to do. So Arjuna got these spiritual assets. Krishna wants to give us these spiritual assets so that the doubts of duality can be completely cut off. We can become freed from the three modes of material nature and we can be placed, we can be placed in transcendence. Prabhupada makes the point in the purport, we can do it in this very lifetime. We can feel Krishna right now. We can feel his transcendental presence. And we don't have to accept another change of body under the influence of time and space. And the sad thing is, if we don't get Krishna in this lifetime, then we have to take another birth in this world and change body under the influence of time and space. But if we can attain absolute knowledge, we can be in the association with the Lord constantly, even in this present life. How? Simply by hearing, chanting, thinking of Him, and worshiping the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna. One can see Him. One can feel His presence, even in this present life, simply by understanding the Absolute Lord. Krishna is everything. Krishna is everything. He is simultaneous. We are, we are simultaneously the same as Krishna and we're different. Prabhupada points out, everything is a manifestation of Krishna's potency as part and parcel. So we're the potency. We're the manifestation of Krishna's energies, his potency. We manifest as that potency. And the potency, what we are, and the potent, the, the possessor of the potency, are non-different. Wow. Does that mean I'm the same as God? <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> right? Achintya beta beta tattva. Impossible to understand. Simultaneously, separateness and oneness. We are the same as God because we're the same spiritual energy. But we're different in quantity. We're the same in quality. The spiritual nature is our soul. That's who we really are. 
and the spiritualness of who we are is blissful and loving. And we love Krishna naturally. That's our natural position. So we're in an unnatural position. We're in a horrible nightmare of a spirit soul encased in a material body with senses and the modes of material nature constantly acting in the material world. Goodness, passion, and ignorance, that's all there is in the material world. But luckily, there's also devotees who come to the material world to free us from, from ignorance, from illusion. And this knowledge that we are non-different from Krishna and we are different at the same time is very difficult to understand. So we have to accept it, a chinta beta beta tattva, simultaneously oneness and separateness. But we can understand that one day we will understand this perfectly in transcendence but that's the goal that's the that's what we have to be we have to be in transcendence being possessing full transcendental knowledge through our spiritual practices then we can understand this purely and perfectly so when that happens we'll realize that we are part and parcel of the Lord. The Lord loves us and we we love Him. We love His associates and we take up our spiritual position, our eternal spiritual form in the spiritual world. And we go back home, back to Godhead to engage in service, in loving pastimes with Krishna and His associates. And so... This is an amazing purport in verse. And we're so fortunate to have the the devotees to explain this to us. Srila Prabhupada. To give us this just amazing purport. The way Prabhupada takes us through it to understand it. We must engage in the... uh, the practice of devotional service in this present life simply by hearing, chanting, thinking of Krishna, worshiping Krishna, seeing if, if we do that, we will be we can go into transcendence and see him and feel his presence, even in this present life. And we can understand that the Lord is absolute. And it's through the process of devotional service. Lord Chaitanya says that simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one can at once wash off the dust of the mirror of pure consciousness. As soon as the dust is removed, one is at once freed from all material conditionings. All material conditions, excuse me. To become free from material conditions means to liberate the soul. As soon as one is, therefore, Situated in absolute knowledge, his material conception of life is removed and he emerges from a false conception of life. Isn't that amazing? That's what we want, isn't it? We want to get out of this false conception of life and be situated in absolute knowledge. The function of the pure soul is revived in spiritual realization. This practical realization of the living being is made possible due to his becoming free from the reaction 
of the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance, by the grace of the Lord, a pure devotee is at once raised to the place of the absolute, and there is no chance of the devotees becoming material entangled again in conditioned life. This is so wonderful. We will not have to come back. Once we go back home, back to Godhead, once we understand Krishna perfectly in absolute knowledge, we don't have to come back to this material world. Arjuna had, had attained, has attained, had attained this stage long before on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. And when he apparently felt the absence of the Lord, because he really wasn't apart from the Lord, he at once took shelter of the instructions of the Bhagavad Gita. And thus again he was placed in his original position. So this points out someone who's already, uh, uh, realized this is never absent from the Lord. Prabhupada was never absent from Krishna. And uh, so Prabhupada says once he apparently felt the absence, he was feeling he was in the material world and feeling Krishna has left, so he was feeling lamentation. But he was never separated. So that means the instructions are for us. The instructions are for those who, who don't have Krishna yet fully in their heart. Krishna's in our heart. And we understand Krishna up to a certain point, but we need the full, full understanding of Krishna. Then we'll never forget Him. We'll never be apart from Him. We'll always feel Him. We'll always think of Him. We'll always be worshiping Him. Because that's the nature of the pure soul. To always be remembering and chanting and thinking of Krishna. And, and to be enjoying that transcendental pleasure, which is above any material pleasure that's available. And this is uh, the position, Prabhupada says at the end, this is the position of Vishoka, the stage of being freed from all grief and anxieties. Isn't that what we all want, right? To be free of grief and anxieties. And we're all making elaborate plans on how to be comfortable, to be happy, so that we can be free from grief and anxieties. And really... Um, this this business of trying to be happy in the material world is doomed to absolute and complete failure. No one is happy in the material world. doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how popular, pop, popular you are, how famous, how uh, how much knowledge you have, how smart you are, right? There's so many smart people in the world. They're not happy. <laughs> in fact, the smarter you are, if you're really smart, you take shelter of the International Society of Krishna Consciousness and you get out of this material world. You realize, and, and, and really too, we must use our intelligence to follow the instructions because we're all struggling still. At least I'll speak for myself as a devotee, few years in a movement, it's still a struggle. But it, it doesn't have to be. The more I can surrender, the more I can chant, the more I can think of Krishna, that brings real bliss. That brings real happiness. And that prepares us for our eventual demise. Because one day we have to leave this world. We're going we're gonna to pass away. And what we're thinking of at the time of death will determine our next birth. So we need to be thinking of Krishna. Is it going to be possible 
to engage in all nonsense activities. And at the very end, just say, well, I'll think of Krishna right at the end. No, it won't work. You have to practice now and be in transcendence and know Krishna now so that you'll remember him at the difficult, difficult time of death. It's very hard to leave the body. The soul doesn't want to go. It's in great anxiety. The body's shutting down. It's very difficult, very difficult. Sometimes people, they die quickly. They don't even get a chance to remember Krishna. An accident or some calamity or something horrible. This is really sad. We don't want this. We want to be able to... Uh, think of Krishna at the moment of death. So if we don't practice now, there's no guarantee that we can do it at the end. So every day, chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Take shelter of this movement. Take shelter of the devotees. Take shelter of Srila Prabhupada. Take shelter of the de- de- the devotees that are initiating spiritual masters our advising spiritual masters, the deities. There's so much opportunity to take shelter of so much of this transcendental uh, movement. The prashadam, the association, the devotees, the, the literature, the scriptures that we have, the books that we have. And of course, the more you try to give those to others, the more you get Krishna. So let's all try to give Krishna to others more every day, everything we do. At least once a day, maybe tell somebody about Krishna. You might be surprised. You think, I don't want to tell people about it. You know, people at work, people might, they don't, my office, they don't want to hear about Krishna. <laughs> I don't want to think, you know, I just start talking about Krishna. But a lot of people are suffering. And even just a little bit of this knowledge, like even uh, just a little bit, even indirect knowledge of Krishna, because you can't tell them everything, right? You have to be discriminating in what you say to new people when you're preaching. A preacher has to use his intelligence to say the right thing for his audience. But a lot of people that that you'd be surprised, I think, how many people know you, know that you're a devotee, know at least that you're vegetarian or that you're into some, you know, Eastern thing or Hindu thing. And they might really be curious. And so sometimes you get a chance to tell people. Then they might even ask you a question in the right circumstance. But... Uh, of course, you have to be careful doing that. You don't want to upset people at your office and your job. But uh, we can uh, go out on the streets and tell people about Krishna. We can chant and dance and people will walk up and say, why are you doing this? Uh, you look very happy. Um, what's going on? And we can upset things in the outside world without you know, losing our jobs or upsetting people that will get upset with us directly. We, we should be upsetting the world, right? We should be upsetting people. In a, in the right way, in a Krishna conscious way, in the, in a, in a transcendental way. Let's upset the people's sense that they're just going through life like zombies, just sleepwalking. You know, they're just going through life like zombies. Every day, the same routine, every day. And they, they don't even know. They, they want to get out of it. They don't have a clue how to get out of it. And just a little bit of this knowledge can help them so much. So that's all for today. Thank you for listening in. If you are listening online or uh, if you listen to this after it's recorded, thank you for tuning in to the Srimad Bhagavatam. I highly recommend this this chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam. If if you need uh, a refresher course, <laughs> if you need to be uh, uh, in, 
enthused again in how wonderful uh, Krishna consciousness is. Prabhupada's explanations are so stunning, you know, and Arjuna's examples there for us. So thank you all. Any question, comment? Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Srila Prabhupada ki.